This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to episode 186 of the Fight Disciples podcast. This one's dedicated to the world of UFC. Uh, if you've only just uh, come across us, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Fight Disciples. You can also get us uh, on our website, fightdisciples.com for Android users. And we're all over social media as well, at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I'm a little bit bitter this week, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Because every man and his dog from the world of media is all of a sudden, all of a sudden this, Nicholas, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, they're on the Darren Till hype train. <laughs> Where were you a year ago? Eh? Two years ago. Where were you ten years ago? <laughs> Where were you? Loving a bit of Darren Till now, aren't they? Oh, they can't get enough of a little bit of Darren Till now, yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember where you were in here first, people. Remember that. Do you know something? I'm not that bothered. I'm, I'm glad no. that he's getting so much praise on, on a worldwide scale. You see these guys, right, that are coming up with these stories regarding Darren, and it's like, oh, I've got a worldwide exclusive. And they drop this bomb, and I think to myself, that's not a worldwide exclusive. Darren told us that a year ago. <laughs> it's exclusive in their minds. Because mm. they think no one else has covered Darren until you see for the last we've years. We've unearthed this guy from Liverpool, England. <laughs> Mate, fuck off. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the gorilla. He, not only was he uh, all over the news last week with the announcement of UFC Lo- uh, Liverpool, it's going even crazier now because we brought you the news after Gdansk of what he wanted, what was being worked on. We knew it was being worked on in the USA. It's like this is this is the thing that's pissed me off this week, right? Because every man and his dogs like going, "Oh my God, they're working on Wonder Boy." The wor- what are you talking about? They've been working on Wonderboy for six months. Yeah. What are you going on about? Wonderman didn't want it. Worldwide exclusive. I've got it on good authority from my sources that they're working on Wonderboy. It's close. Fucking hell, man. Where, where, where have you been? Anyway, they are working on Wonderman. Um, and we're hearing that it is closer than it was um, last week, let's just say. Uh, we're also hearing... Uh, Jorge Masvidal's been offered the fight as well. So read into that what you will. We basically said on last week's show, there's two fights. <laughs> Stephen Thompson, Jorge Masvidal, both have been offered the knock. First come, first serve, I think it's looking like, my friend. Absolutely. Um, obviously, we're all... It looks like it's going to be Wonder Man. They're awfully quiet over there, but uh, it certainly looks like that's the way it's going to go. Um, and the rest of the, you know, the welterweights seem to be shaping up to do their own thing as well. I think the week before... Uh, the Echo Arena show now on May the 19th. Uh, Kamaru Usman's fighting Ponzinibbio, isn't he, in the main event in Santiago, Chile, the UFC's first venture to Chile as well. So um, it's good that the, the welterweight division, they're just sizing each other up, aren't they? They're taking each other out now. They're having their own Ram Robin. Absolutely. Of the, course they are. They're sorting out the wheat from the chaff is what they're doing. Um, and I'm, this is the beautiful thing about the UFC. And I know that I go on about this a bit on our boxing show that... Certain things don't happen because of TV deals and sanctioning bodies and just politics within promotions and various things like that. The beautiful thing about the UFC, now whether you like mixed martial arts or not, the beautiful thing about it is that there's one singer, one song. All right, what they say goes. So therefore, if you want to see the best fight the best, nine times out of ten, the best are going to fight the best. If it doesn't happen, it's probably because someone's ducked someone. That's what's happened. This is brilliant. We've got two... 
well, several actually, but in a fight situation, you've got two young, up-and-coming, hungry dudes in Kamaru Usman and Santiago Ponzinibbio. Two guys that a lot of, they've got a lot of fan base, yeah. and a lot of those fans are very passionate, saying that they should be next in line for a shot against Tyron Woodley for this welterweight crown. We're obviously very passionate about Darren Till, saying the exact same thing about him. Yeah. You've got other guys Colby, championing Colby, Colby, Colby Covington. Covington. You've got mm-hmm. all those guys championing him. And they're all starting to have a little bit of a knock with each other. So the current situation in this welterweight division, I mean, if all this plays out and we get everything ticked off this week, we know that Ponzinibbio and Usman are going to fight each other in Chile on May the 19th. 17th. Is it May 17th? I thought it was May 19th. It is 19th, sorry, yeah. Sorry. What's all you? Crack on. Getting excited. May the 19th, yeah? Yeah. Are you, are you sure? Do you want yeah, to check your calendar? It's absolutely you happy? Right. It's May the 19th in Santiago, Chile, yeah. Right. San, Santiago's going to Santiago is what's mm-hmm. going on, all right? On uh, May the 19th, Ponzinibbio Usman. We're hearing for UFC 224 that Rafael Dos Anjos is going to be fighting Colby Covington. Okay, now that will be for an interim belt because Tyron Woodley's out. Bloody, bloody, bloody interim belt bullshit, whatever. Blah. But fantastic little knock that as well. Great knock. Then, May 27th, we're here in Till versus Wonderman. Now, can I just point out regarding this Wonderman thing? Because I saw that quite a lot of fight disciples are using Wonderman on their Twitter feeds, and well done you. I'm giving you a big thumbs up and a high five for all that. But everybody from the States that doesn't actually listen to Fight Disciples, I mean, fucking God knows why they're not listening to us, but those that aren't listening to the Fight Disciples that are checking our feed for some reason, then are going around correcting Fight Disciples <laughs> and saying, hey man, it's not Wonder Man, it's Wonder Boy. <laughs> no, you dickhead, he's 35 years of age, he's not a fucking boy anymore. <laughs> it's nearly 40 I saw one of them this week, and I've tried to back the dude up, I said, what the fuck are you going on about? He's 35, he goes, yeah, but his, his, his nickname's Wonder Boy, and I go... Mate, you just don't get sarcasm. Fuck off, right? You just don't get it, do you? Anyway, keep using the Wonder Man thing. So Wonder Man till May 27th. Fingers crossed we get that signed, sealed and delivered because that in itself, those three fights in that welterweight division, they are that's what fight sports is all about. The best against the best. Let's get it in there because you're going to have a knockout there. You're going to have eliminations. Yep. Losers are going to fight each other again, probably, yep. in order to get themselves back up yep. to the next level. The winners are going to fight each other. And hopefully Tyrone Woodley's found his ass at some point and he's back in the mix. Well, those six guys are the, are the leading six contenders, aren't they? And they're um, all not having a knock with each and other. They're, and How they're good's all that? Going. The best thing about it, I know that Colby Covington versus RDA has been called is the is for the interim belt. Mm. So effectively is the you know, as the interim title fight. Do you, can I just say something? Do you know when I speak on this podcast, do you, mm. li- do you listen to anything I say? Yeah, yeah, I'm just clarifying it. Because oh, what I right. want to say is, all right. although that is the number one contender matchup. Do you switch off? I think. Have you, have you got a lapse? No, I think. Catarol's talking now. It's not my bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll just clarify for people, you see. Wait you for him to nudge me. Wait for him to nudge me and then I'll speak. Right, all right. Okay, it's my bit now. I bet you fast forward my bits when you listen back to this show, don't you? I listen to you on double speed. Yeah, I know you do. That's um, true, that, by the way. He does listen to me on double speed. <laughs> <laughs> Twat. Go on, carry on. All I'm saying is, while that's for the interim belt, I truly believe that if that fight is a bit of a snore fest, and it probably won't be, but if it is, and Till or Usman or Ponzinibbio or even Wonderman put on an amazing performance, I think one of those guys, probably not Wonderman because we've seen it before, one of those three guys could well jump ahead and get the next shot at Woodley, yeah. could well get the next title well, shot. I think, I think that's what I think it's massively important for Usman versus Ponzinibbio and for Till. To look not only win, but to look spectacular in winning. Because who gives a fuck about the interim belt? Because people get injured. People who knows what might happen. Yeah. Any one of these six guys well, again, let's take Wonderman out. Any one of these five welterweights yeah. we're talking about could fight uh, 
for the title now. The thing is, they're all going first, right? So Till's last. Yes, so, exactly. So right. he gets to rubber stamp the shit out he of it. He gets to rubber stamp the shit out of it. But the thing is, all those other guys, so for example, Ponzi and uh, Usman and Covington and RDA, they all know that Till's going to bring it because that's what Till does. Yep. You know that he's going to go for it. He's yep. going to try and knock Wonderboy out, right? That's what's going to happen in Liverpool. So they have to perform. Of course. If they're going with the attitude of going, right, okay, I'm going to be a bit cagey here. I'm just going to get the win. Yeah, which Usman does. Usman does do that. He's a bit of a leg humper. Usman. Right. So he, exactly, that's what he did last fight. So mm. he, he humps a leg. He did a bit of ragdolling on the deck. Boys, the fucking living daylights out of it gets a win. He yeah. thinks he's done his job. I've won. I've won. I've done what I've done. Yeah. I've, I've won. I've won. You know. It's not that you get a title shot. No. Absolutely. We've, we've got a leg We've got a guy that can, that can win as champion right now. Yeah. We want someone spectacular to be champion because the welterweight division this is it. all now on how you win it's um, not just winning this is the fun have you do you fucking listen to me no, do you listen to what i say no, do you no. fast forward my bits no, that's why just i just said that well that's why i asked you what you do with me because i definitely switch off when you speak <laughs> <laughs> all all five of these six guys as i was saying the chance to sh- fight woodley next. as i was saying it's how how you go about winning not Absolutely. just winning no, I'm just reiterating and that, just to piss you off again. Exactly. It's how you win. Reiterating what I'm saying. This is, honestly, this isn't just winning. This is about how you win. Yeah? It's about how you go. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all exciting fights, mate. Because yeah. Ponza, do you know something? I see a little bit of back and forth this week on social media between Usman and Till and Usman and various other guys. And obviously he's been involved as Darren Wade, Colby Covington on social media and stuff like that. I actually like Ponzinibbio. Mm-hmm. I think he's fantastic. I really do. And I really hope that him and Till do get it on one day because... They will. Absolutely. Because, will. Jesus Christ, man, that'll just be right. Just light, light the touch paper and let him add it. Let him add it. Yeah. It'll be a tremendous fight. And I really hope Ponzinibbio isn't negated by Usman. And he can be ha- it can happen because Usman is fantastic at just nullifying somebody else's game, making it a bit boring and just getting the victory. And I don't really like watching that. I'm, I'm going to be dead honest with you. Don't get me wrong. I... I, I I appreciate he's brilliant at it, yeah. but it doesn't really get me out of my seat. Ponzinibbio gets me out of my seat, and I want him to just land and smash him to bits, and therefore then we're going to get strike fests in the welterweight division. We're not going to get humping. That's what I want. Yeah, again, we've got a, we've got a guy with a wrestling background as champion, haven't we? I know, you know I'm a massive Tyron Woodley fan, but you know he, he wins on points more often than not at this level, and Usman's kind of the same. I think Till Ponzinibbio would be fucking oh, incredible. So, so, you know, I, I can't see Con, uh, Kobe Covington, RDA, being a bad fight. No, it'd be a great fight. I think if Covington wins, he will definitely get the next shot yeah. at Woodley. Yeah, yeah. I think if RDA wins, leaves the door open for a spectacular performance from Ponzinibbio or Till to jump ahead mm. of RDA. Um, but even so, they're only then two but, fights away. But even they? then, if Covington does win and gets the fight, Woodley, I think the winner of... If, Ton, if Till and Ponzinibbio both win, what a fucking final eliminator that is to fight the winner of Covington versus Woodley. That's dirty. What an amazing fight that is that for the is, end of the year. That is dirty. What a, what a striking match it would be. Or if Usman comes through, I'll be honest, if Usman beats Ponzinibbio, Ponzinibbio is the perfect opponent to face before you fight Darren Till because he's such a strong striker himself. Yeah. He brings a similar arsenal. I think Darren Till's bigger and more physically imposing than Ponzinibbio. So I think you've got to step your game up again. But if you're Kamari Usman, you think, you know what? If if they, if all roads lead to Darren Till, and evidently this division, it looks like it does, Ponzinibbio is the perfect guy to fight first. But, man, it's fucking spectacular. No, it is spectacular. Um, and by the way, Stephen Thompson 
is number two guy in the entire division. Oh, he's proper. For a reason. Mate, he's proper. For a reason. Don't yeah. be put off by the fact that he's had two shit fights with Tyron Woodley. No. It takes two to tango and neither of them wanted to engage. But on his day, Stephen Thompson is, there's a reason why he's like number two in the world. This is a fucking incredibly tough fight for Darren Till. Mm. We're kind of brushing over it, but out of all those six fights, on paper, as one of the guys climbing it. He's the hardest. The hardest one is Thompson. The hardest, the hardest fight is Wonderman. Yet Darren Till's got it. Mm. Um, I read yesterday that uh, Paddy the Baddy re-signed with Cage Warriors, man. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So he's going to headline a Cage Warriors show at the Echo Arena in September. He's committed to doing that. So, I, I, you know what? I think it's a fucking massive risk. I think he's... It, it, I'm not surprised because it kind of sums Paddy up. He's got so much confidence in his own ability that Paddy truly believes, you know what? I want to become a two-weight world champion in, in Cage Warriors. I want to... I've got work to do in Cage Warriors, and I, and, I, and I agree with him there. I think he's mm. still developing, and Cage Warriors is potentially, you know, in fact, it is probably the best place for him to be right now. However, my issue is Liverpool Echo Arena, UFC in town, and Paddy's not going to be on the bill. Kind of feels weird because what's happening at the Echo Arena is similar to what Conor McGregor did over in Dublin. He dragged the UFC back to Dublin. He got a shitload of Irish fighters signed. But what he did was he made stars of the undercard. Mm. So when he then goes and fights in America because they can't afford to put him on in Ireland no more because he's such a pay-per-view star, a la Darren Till if he beats Thompson. Who's going to headline the Dublin card? This amazing event. Liverpool's going to be spectacular. It's going to be so loud. It's going to be noisy UFC. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're coming back. But with no Darren Till, because Darren Till's now a pay-per-view star in America, a potential champion. And don't forget, Darren Till unlocks Brazil as well because of his Brazilian roots. Who headlines at the Echo Arena? Nobody. Mm -hmm. They need a couple of scousers on there, like in Dublin, to carry the next UFC event, the next UFC fight night at Liverpool Arena. And that's my concern. They... Paddy might be passing this because he's got confidence that one day he'll get in the UFC and one day he'll be a bigger star than Dan Till or whoever else and one day he'll be able to headline his own UFC event. That's brilliant and I, I and like kudos to him for being having that kind of confidence. But also in 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 my heart of hearts, I'm thinking, fuck, this might be the only time the UFC comes to Liverpool. Hey, absolutely, you got to take the chance when it comes. This 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 opportunity this is, knocks, man. This is the moment. This is. I mean, look. I mean, okay, we have had UFC events in Manchester down the years because of Bisbin. We have had them, right? But we never had the big pay-per-view events there, did we? Until Bisping became champ. They're once in a blue moon. I mean, look yeah. what we get. We get kind of drip-fed here in the UK. O2 Arena. That's why, that's why it sells out so fast, because we only get one. Yeah. And around Easter, around this time, you know what I mean? That's when we that's when we get our hit. So, therefore, they, do, they don't come round every single week. There's not going to be another bus next week. No. I, I did find it a little bit odd that he had re-signed. And I also found, I saw an interview with him last week where he was saying, yeah, uh, well, me and my girlfriend are booked a holiday for that weekend. So, Mexico, I'm, yeah. so I'm going to Mexico on that. And I'm thinking to myself, we all due respect, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is your chance. This is your chance to go stratospheric. Well, he's the only one out of that gaggle of Liverpool-based fighters who are just, who, who, who are, contenders to be called up if you like obviously we hope we'd like to see the UFC put Darren, Danny Roberts on there because he because he's he's lived in Liverpool for 15 years um, but that, he's already with the UFC yeah. I, I think there's a potential to sign some others so Molly McCann Lee Chadwick uh, Gavin Hughes who I had on the Radio City Talk show last week who goes out to EFC Africa this Saturday night to fight for the lightweight belt he's like if I, when I win this fucking lightweight belt in Africa I'm going to be screaming to get put on that UFC card because the two previous EFC lightweight champions are both now in the UFC mm. one of the guys gave up the belt to sign for the UFC which Gavin's fighting the vacant one for this weekend so he's going to go 
the the guy who's fled to the UFC. I want to get signed to UFC. I want to be put on Liverpool and bring me in. Bring me that South African who fucking left this organization. So every every single Scouse fighter has, has, has got a campaign going to try and get signed by Dana White, Mick Maynard, and Sean Shelby to be put on this UFC Liverpool card. Yet the one that made the most sense mm. is not interested. Mm. Not interested at all. Yeah. But listen, MMA's a fucking ruthless game. It, he's, he's playing with fire a little bit, Paddy. I think he's rolling a dice and he's gambling on himself. So all fucking credit in the world to you, son. And one day, you know, in, in three years' time when he signs to the UFC and he's he's headlining his own events at the Echo Arena, we can go, fuck me, Paddy, you were right, son. Mm. But this is MMA. Mm. And sometimes opportunities only come once. Um, opportunities do only come once. And just to drive that home... Paul Craig, who we talked about last week, has signed a new deal with Brilliant. the UFC. He signed a new four-fight deal. Incredible. We told you about his performance at UFC London. He was one second away from getting cut. Or one second away from retiring. He admitted that himself. Yeah. He was put, packing it in. If he was getting beat in that fight, and he was getting beat in that fight, Jesus, he yeah. was packing it in. Getting oh. beat for 14 and a half minutes of that fight he was getting beat for. Sensational last-second tap victory via that triangle has earned him another four-fight deal. Fair play, Paul Craig. We're delighted for the guy because he's such a top lad. Oh, he's, he's just brilliant. a top geezer, isn't he? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Couldn't be happen to a nicer fella. Mm. Um, I'm going to let uh, Nick have a bit of a rant here now, right? Because if you listen to the boxing show, you know that I rant week in, week out about drug cheats. Uh, Nick's going to have a little bit of a rant here that the UFC are not uh, signing Anthony Joshua. You may have heard a little bit of this on our uh, on our, on our boxing show. Uh, but I've seen so many little clips from Nick's other uh, podcast with one of the major broadcasters here in the uh, in the UK doing the rounds where he's absolutely going to town on anybody that believes that the UFC is signing Anthony Joshua. I'm just going to kick back now. I'm going to drink my smoothie. I'm going to enjoy this uh, because uh, you've got a real bee in your bonnet about people who just click who, who don't click on articles. Clickbait. They don't click on the article. They just read the headline. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been shitloads of talk about Anthony Joshua, the current heavyweight champion of the world from the world of boxing who fights this coming weekend in Cardiff. Um, him signing for the UFC and people going, oh, he's going to fight Stipe Miocic and he's going to fight this guy and that. He's going he's gonna to put it, he's going to climb in the octagon and wait eight times. It's all fucking absolute bollocks. Real fans will know that Dana White <laughs> is also associated with Zuffer Boxing. Zuffer Boxing is a real thing. It's a boxing promotion that Dana White and the Fatita brothers, former owners of the UFC, have had on have planned for a mm. long time. Even when they still own the UFC, there was there was a sight of a Zuffer Boxing logo T-shirt at a weigh-in event. Now we're going to see this thing going to. It's actually going to come to light before the end of the year. They're looking to make signings, Adam. They want a big signing. They want to make a splash mm. with Zuffer Boxing, which will rival Top Rank and Golden Boy and Matchroom in this country as a global boxing only promotion with a boxing ring, proper boxing rules, and they want to sign Anthony Joshua. He is not going to sign in the UFC. He is not going to fucking fight Stipe Miocic. He's going to be a boxer signed with Zuffer Boxing. So. All these bullshit stories by shitty-ass journalists posting clickbait crap. Get over it. This is not the story. The story is Zuffer Boxing, which Dana White is. And tell you... Stop, this, say, stop saying the word UFC with it. That's exactly. That's it's my, Zuffer Boxing and, and Anthony it. Joshua. Zuffer Boxing and Dana White are interested in Anthony Joshua. That's it. Like they're interested in Mikey Garcia and they're interested in a shitload of people. Listen, I've had conversations with people at Zuffer Boxing about European fighters they should sign. 
They should. They're looking to sign mm. fighters. They're looking to make a big splash. So that's the story. It's got nothing to do with the UFC and the octagon. And former owners of the UFC. That's that's what it should say. Former yeah. owners of the UFC are looking to sign Anthony Joshua. Yeah. If you want to include UFC in your headline, because Dana's crossing over. You see, Dana's going to work on both things. I've heard Dana will he will still remain as president of the UFC. Yeah. But he will also be the front man for Zuffer Boxing. That's it. That's it. It's plain and simple. He's always, listen. Dana used to have a stake in the UFC. He doesn't have a stake no more. No, he's, he's on, on wages. wages. Yeah, he's wages. He's now. on wages now, yeah. right? So therefore, Zuffer Boxing's his own project with his Fatita mates. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So don't be surprised if it if it booms and takes off. Dana fucks off from the UFC because he's got his own shit going on again. Absolutely. And you saw what the Fatitas and Dana did with the world of UFC. They bought it for two million quid, two million dollars, and then flogged it for four billion. They're not thick. They know what they're doing. Yeah. All right? So I anticipate that they're going to go and have a go at trying to do the exact same thing in the world of boxing. Yeah. They're not. I mean, this is the other thing um, MMA fans and UFC fans are obsessed with as well. Like, oh, once Suffer Boxing starts, oof, Nate Diaz will sign and uh, Connor will box for. No. That's not how it's going to work. No. It's completely fucking. It's not going to cross over like that. MMA fighters are MMA fighters, boxers are boxers. Yet we might see one. Fighter go, well, I'm not doing that no more. I'm going to do this. or yeah. And it may well just happen that he's with the UFC and then he's with Zuffer or vice versa. But there ain't going to be this, like, you know, deluge of fucking UFC fighters who suddenly now start boxing under the Zuffer banner and then switch them back to MMA. That's not going to happen. Mm. This is a proper boxing promotional outfit, Zuffer boxing. Oh, on that, just on that note, right, boxing promoters here in this country are signing UFC fighters. They're yeah. signing mixed martial artists. They're not Management signing... companies. Yeah, they're not signing them... To well, and promoters as well. Let's be honest. MTK promote and yep. they put on events. Yeah, they've signed Darren Till. Frank Warren puts is traditionally in the world of boxing and he's been quite outspoken in that he wants to get involved in the world of mixed martial arts. Yeah, they these guys aren't signing these guys to, to cross come, over to come into the world of boxing. No, they're signing them to put on UFC events or sorry, mixed martial arts events. That's what they're signing them for. Yeah, yeah. Because and they, they, and they, because they can that, see the commercial value in exactly. it. Exactly. With the UFC market, the way it's growing now, it's only inevitably going to go one way. So they want to be a part of that mixed martial arts business. So that's just to clear that up. Anthony Joshua <laughs> is not going to fight Stipe Miocic in the octagon ever. Cue to next week. Big announcement. <laughs> yeah. AJ is going for boxing. the heavyweight championship of the world. He's fighting Stipe Miocic. He's fighting the winner of Stipe and DC. There you go. At UFC 300. <laughs> He's fighting Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Mate, can you imagine? Mm. Um, one fight that has been made. Uh, Volkan versus Shogun. We mentioned this uh, last week. That's also going to be on uh, UFC Chile. Ponzinibbio, Usman, Volkan, Shogun. That's a decent little card, that, on May 19th, isn't it? Not just a bit. Okay, now. Unbelievable. Uh, my birthday's May 22nd, if you fancy taking us, uh, taking us on a little bit of a trip, mate. Over to Chile. Yeah, you're going to have a weekend, can't we? No, we'll celebrate in Liverpool the next week. Don't worry. You've got a busy week the next week. Yeah. You need to have a rest. Yeah. I noticed, right, that my inbox, my uh, email inbox here at uh, Fight Disciples, has started getting busier and busier and busier with people that I've never even met or known that are all connected to uh, Nick Pete. He just keeps CCing me in random shit that he's organising for uh, UFC Liverpool Week. This is this is basically 10 years of frustration, right? He's <laughs> he's dug deep through all these files at home and all these, in, all these email files and all this type of stuff. He goes, right, this was an idea that I had five years ago. This was an idea I had four years ago. And he's bringing them all out now, right? And I'm getting emails from all these random dudes going, all right, yeah, Nick's uh, passed on 
your details for this, 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 and this. I'm going, what the fuck is this all about? You've just gone off on one and just, <laughs> just booked in this whole week. I've just I've just said to my missus, these dates around my... Do you know when you like normally organise something for my birthday, yeah? Don't bother. No. I'm hanging out with Nick all week. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but Nick's basically... I'm yeah. living in Nick's house for a full week. I've no idea what's going on. It's going to be a busy week, let me tell you. That UFC Lapill event is going to be brought to you in association with Fight Disciples. <laughs> fucking telling you. You will see us on everything. So if you follow any, if you follow any other media outlets like MMA Junkie or any of those lads that are covering this stuff on a day-to-day basis, going all over the world and following it, we will be in the background... Of every shot. <laughs> this is basically going to be like, where's Wally's? That's what it's going to be. You're going to be spotting us. We, we should run a competition like that, actually, where you can, so you can spot, spot us on, the most on other channel. people. Yeah, other people's shit. So therefore, like, uh, all the guys at MMA Junkie, like I said, MMA.com. MMA Night in Scandinavia. All those all lads. All those guys. Yeah. All those lads. So they're going to be doing their live streams and whatever they're going to be doing, trying to get in there with, on the Fighters Hotel. We will just be sat in the background constantly doing shit constantly doing shit in fact I think I'm going to make it my mission now that week in order to get on other people's shit just just stand in the background and stuff going like that if you spot Adam on such and such a thing today you win yourself a fight ticket or something you know that'd be quite cool it's going to be mad yeah, it will be it will be quite mad. But can you just do me a favour? How about you just organise everything, yeah? I am. And then and then you just, just turn up. Just send me the calendar. I don't need yeah, all this yeah. correspondence, right? Oh, you don't even want to be CC'd in? No, I'll I don't do, need to I'll read all deals. that nonsense. You do all that. I'm trying to keep you abreast of the situation. Nah, that's all. Right. I'll you, sort it. You, you crack you just, on with it. From just, your birthday through to the 28th. <laughs> that's it. Just tell your missus and the kids. I'm like I'm like, I'm like the Queen this year. I'm having two birthdays. I'm celebrating my birthday in June, just in case my <laughs> wife is uh, listening. Um, Atlantic City, Edgar Swanson too. What do you reckon? It's a belter, absolute belter. I um, you know I'm, I'm glad it's coming off because I think Frankie needs to bounce back. My only issue, of course, is that he's bouncing back so soon. Um, I think he, he could probably done with a little bit more time, but then. It's Jersey, isn't it, man? He's a Jersey boy, so mm. you know it. Obviously, he's going to put bums on seats. I just think after his last performance, I'd like to have seen Frankie take more of a break. But Cubby versus Frankie, man, as if you're not tuning in for that, it's a belter. Mm, should be an absolute belter as well. Uh, that's basically with the, with there not being that much UFC fighting at the weekend. Well, none at all for us to review. Uh, that's all the UFC news this week, and we've no fights this weekend to preview as we all build towards. Uh, Khabib and Tony Ferguson the Ooh, week yeah, after next week <laughs> which will be ridiculous so we'll be getting stuck yeah. into that and obviously my girl Johanna is back to reclaim her crown yeah last time it were a fluke mate fuck off it were a fluke I can't believe this fight's get even been made how can you get knocked out in the first round of a title defence and then get an immediate rematch because it were a fluky very, punch very fluke. fluky punch she was took it apart it were a fluke uh, yeah, very did. disappointed did you see the the um, the kid who got disqualified at the weekend fucking for LFA a guy what, called do it, Drew Chapman. Doing the swanton bomb off someone's so back. fucking knocked the guy out mm. and then stands on his back and mm. does a front flip off and thinks that's cool. Thankfully, he got disqualified, but absolutely fucking sham behaviour, that. What a tool. What went through his head to do that, then? No idea. Absolutely no idea. Um, you obviously tried to get into Cage Warriors 92. Well, I was weekend. just about to bring that up, yeah, because at the weekend, I went to the O2 Arena to watch the boxing. And across the way in the O2 Arena, they've got two, two made, well, a smaller arena uh, where Cage Warriors was. And I knew that Nathaniel Wood was uh, fighting. I'm a big fan of his. Obviously, the week previous, we had Brad Pickett uh, on the show and he looks after Nathaniel. Um, I th- fully anticipate Nathaniel at some point being in the UFC. God, yeah. uh, but he's absolutely tearing up Cage Warriors. And I thought, do you know something? If I can just sneak out, sneak out and uh, get myself into Cage Warriors just to watch a bit of Nathaniel. That'll be a right treat, that. Uh, so... 
Uh, Jamie Cox was on the on the card in the box, and I thought, I can't be asked with this. So <laughs> I nipped out for a pizza. And as I'm nipping out for a pizza, I looked in. There's nobody on the door here. Right, I'm on. So I went in, and I got right down to the front where there was a steward who asked me for my ticket because they wanted to know what seat I was in. And obviously then I got marched out, which was a little bit of a shame. So I got to the cage. I got right down to the cage and then I got, ended up getting mar- uh, marched out. But I have watched a little bit of uh, the highlights. Uh, that's a, that's really weird, by the way. Being at the boxing and streaming the Cage Warriors, which is happening next door. Mm. Weird weird vibe. Anyway, um, Nathaniel Wood was absolutely tremendous once again, wasn't he? It was a sensational knockout. Yeah, it was a night of knockouts. Not only was the boxing lit up with knockouts where you were, but over in uh, in Indigo, there was just knockouts plenty as well. Uh, Nathaniel Woods was an absolute beauty, as you say, in the first round. If he's carrying that much power for a bantamweight, that definitely suggests he's got the uh, the power and the ability to move up into the UFC. Um, Craig White, the welterweight as well, his submission was absolutely outstanding. Jack Shaw looked brilliant against Vaughn Lee, former UFC fighter. I think he's destined for the UFC as well. All three of those guys really jumped off. And I don't know whether you've seen the heavyweight as well, Maura Cirilli. He defended his heavyweight belt against the current light heavyweight champion, Carl Moore. And I was like, fuck me, which one's the heavyweight? Like, Moore looked massive. But that Cirilli just landed on the chin, I think it was 10, 12, 15 seconds into the first round. Landed the right hand on his chin and just put him to kip. Um, it's good, man. It was a good Cage Warriors card. I think Cage Warriors at the moment are in a real, they're in a real good vein of form. Like mm. the, their cards are just so exciting. Um, so much happens in them. Just super explosive. Um, I'm surprised that you were. I'm surprised you got that far through the door because it looked busy as well. Oh, it was busy. It was a good crowd in there. It like, was busy. There were, I think I think uh, the uh, the security dude was just sleeping a little bit. He was dealing with someone else, so I just went in around the back door. Just a little because mix. I had a, like a media pass on, which was nothing to do with the actual Cage Warriors thing. It was for the boxing. I think they just looked at it and went, yeah, he's all right. Yeah. And I cracked on. So I just cracked on right down to the front. Basically, I, I, obviously I wanted to see Nathaniel, but I wanted to see uh, my mate Dan. You know, have you, do you know my mate Dan? I don't know who you're talking about. Well, my mate Dan, he does a bit of commentary. He used to, do, he used to be a fighter. Oh right. Well, I say it used to be. I think he's still. I think he's still in the mix. I think he's still fancies doing a bit. Like you know what I mean. Um, But he does a lot of commentary. He he picks the holes. In fact, he's one of the best analysts out there. Is is my mate Dan? Oh, um, what's his name? What's the fella's name? The outlaw, isn't it? You're talking about full reptile. Fucking hell! That explains your haircut. There you go. That's why you've got a Mohican today. You've basically moulded it slowly but surely into a Mohican. I'm waiting for it to be long enough uh, so I can dye it red. Fucking hell! So I can look like Tatonka from the WWE series. There you go. Uh, So yeah, basically after uh, obviously making up with Dan and becoming pals and busy mates and all that type of stuff. Uh, last week at UFC London, I thought, you know, sometimes I'm just going to go and hang out with my boy. I'm just going to go and chill, <laughs> cage side. That's what, honestly, that was that, the plan. Mate, what I wanted to do, I wanted to get cage side, get a picture with me and Dan and send it to you. <laughs> just for the crack. Boys. Hanging with the boys. Just hanging. <laughs> that would have been, that would have made my night. <laughs> You'd have been at home, right, with your vest on, with your can of Stella, absolutely pulling yourself <laughs> off, raging, wouldn't you? Absolutely fuming. <clears throat> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> mm. uh, so next time, Dan, um, I'll uh, I'll hit you in the DM, mate, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> look at your face, what's up with you, man? <laughs> when you hanging out with Dan next? You're busy. When you hanging out with him Never you mind. Never you mind. No, come on, come along. We'll just, we'll just chill. We'll You're just not chill. invited. We'll just chill. Get your own bromance. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never met anybody so protective of a friendship than that. It is hilarious. No, you can't. Come on. Like, stuff happens, right? With uh, with Dan, Dan Hardy is what we're talking about, just in case you've no idea who we're referring to. But you, you and Dan Hardy obviously do TV stuff and all that type of stuff together. But then on the odd occasion, you just hang out. You just hang out, right? And it's hilarious when you do that because... I see it on social media and you've not told me. And I'm like, look at him. Look at him there. He's not telling me that he's down there. He's not telling me that he's hanging out. Like, for example, we might go, oh, mate, we've got some recording to do on Wednesday. And he goes, oh, I can't on Wednesday. I say, why? Oh, I've just got some stuff on. And then on social media, <laughs> I'll find him hanging out with Dan Hardy. I go, you're a twat. <laughs> just in case I go, oh, I'll, I'll meet I'll you down. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll see meet, you. yeah, I'll meet you down there, mate. No bother. Nah, won't let it happen with you, son. It's my bromance, not mm, yours. Mm, mm. Anyway, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's all your MMA chat for this week. Um, thank you very much for listening to us. You can subscribe, by the way, on our uh, social media. Not on our social media. You can subscribe on iTunes, but you can get to our website for Android feeds, fightdisciples.com, and all our social media. Oh, at, fucking at hell, before we go. At Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go on. Valentina's sister oh, God. is signing. With the UFC. Do you know something? No, I saw a picture. I saw a picture. I saw a picture the other day. She, her, her sister's got dark hair, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I saw a picture of... Uh, Ying and Yang. I saw a picture on social media the other day. Honestly. It was proper... Is it the one I retweeted with the little drooly, the little drooly face emoticon? Proper Russian brass it was. Absolute... <laughs> Disgusting. I actually... Oh, it horrible. Not a racer between the pair of them. Oh, absolute <laughs> fucking horrible. Neither of them get out of the bath for a piss, do they? Absolute <laughs> disgusting. And you... Coming to UFC, baby. No, man. Man, imagine she got added to the UFC, UFC Liverpool undercard and Valentina was cornering her. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. I have to send the wife and kids and all the... <sighs> You need to double bag with that. You don't know where it's been. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Anyway, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.